all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos, bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Thank you, my boo. Real talk. Real talk. Woke. Being woke. Wokeness. Cancel culture. Wokeness. Cancel culture. What does that mean? Why those words or this somewhat movement is so hot and so strong today in America? Wokeness. Cancel culture. Is it a good thing? Is it okay? Should Christians be involved in these type of ideologies of being woke and cancel culture? What's up with this? This is the topic that I'm going to be getting into on this study and series of delusions and distractions. Wokeness and cancer culture, culture. Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Let's get into this. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Hello everybody, alien invasion, alien invasion talk. Let's get into this. This is a topic that's very hot and this work been talked about I have uh, I'm gonna really I've been really doing I had a short study on these subjects and this is going to be very interesting how everything go you know so uh, let's let's see what's how this going everything this is Joseph Brownlee welcome to BOCRT Body of Christ Real Talk, W1964. Welcome to the show. I'm not going to say much because I'm going to be getting in to a, a subject. I'm going to be talking about a topic or two topics. I'm just going to take a few segments because I got to get into both of them and break down both of them and everything the best way I can, okay? I'm going to be talking about a very well-known 
phrase that's used in the United States, and I'm sure it's around the world as well, and other cultures, but like I'm talking about the United States, the word has been used in the last, it's been before, it's been more than two years, but it's really been ramped up in the last two years, because of this series that I'm doing, Delusions and Distractions, Distractions is basing things that's been happening in the last two years. But not, I'm not saying that they wasn't happening before, and it was, especially the woke movements and both cancer cultures, but especially the woke movement. Uh, you know, the Michael Brown things and the Trayvon Martins and the BLMs and all that stuff, you know, it was before two years ago. Well, it got, but within the two years, it got stronger and it got hotter. Those phrases, like, you hear that on social media, like Twitter, you hear it on YouTube, you hear it on Facebook, you hear it on, just, just in your hood, you hear it in some of the wealthy neighborhoods, you just hear that term. It's a term that's abroad. It's not only for the ghettos, which uh, I'm going to get into that, you know, when it comes to the wokeness. It's not only, you know, used only by blacks or you call them us African Americans or black Americans. They believe it got stronger and it was mostly used in that vernacular when it comes to wokeness. So, it's a term that's been it's very strong. It's very prevalent. And I want to get into that and and put that in my show when it comes to del- are you delusional or you, are you being distracted? Now, what I'm going to do in this introduction of, of wokeness and cancer culture, you hear that term or that phrase used a lot, man. I mean, it's, it's used a lot. And you hear it in the your neighborhoods. You hear it. I may, Let me speak for myself. The majority of the time I hear this wokeness is mostly social media. And I hear that, man, this person is woke, man. Oh, they part of the woke move. And all you hear woke this or you hear woke that and everything. But at the same time, I hear it and I think, well, what do that really mean? And I, I had an idea after you hear so much, you, you kind of get a feel of what it means. You kind of get a feel. I'm like this. Getting a feel of something is not good enough for me. I like to know that uh, the definition and where did it start from. If it's of an interest that's going on today. Whether it's good or bad, I want to know the definition. I don't need to. I don't need to be an Einstein about it, but you know, or some type of theologian on it. But I need at least I need to know the basics and the definition of what's going on because I talk on podcasts and I talk on radio, so I got to have some type of knowledge of certain things I talk about when it comes uh, to certain definitions or certain things. And I like to break words down sometimes. That's why I broke down certain words and I looked them up like agenda and conspiracy because those words get wore out. They get abused so much. And a lot of time, most people, I ain't going to say most, but a lot of people don't know, don't really know the real definition. They just hear it. It always starts a trend when a new word comes out. You know, it's always a trend. When a new word comes out. So, no matter what the word is, no matter what the ideology is, no matter what type of uh, phrase comes out, it spreads. And it's, it starts somewhere. 
any type of word or ideology or phrase phrase excuse me starts somewhere people use certain phrases that start somewhere and they don't know the meaning or the definition they start joining this they start joining that etc and stuff like that so it's very important to know what a definition is before you try to get into it it is to, for me anyway so if you just tuning in to my show and you just happen to run into my podcast I'm doing a series that's called Delusions and Distractions Delusions and Distractions that's been going on for the last two years or you're part you either been delusional or you're are delusion or y'all been distracted of what's going on behind the doors in the last few years. This is kind of an in-your-face real talk series. That means I'm going to be talking about certain things and certain ideas and certain, you know, ideologies that's going on right in your face. And I like to use, so you'll hear me using terms as, you know, walking with your eyes wide shut in terms like that, or you're delusional, or you're distracted, or you're both. Because that's basically what this series is going to be about. Is There's a lot of things that's going on here in America. You either are informed, or you can use the definition of being awake or woke. <laughs> use that definition, you know, of what's going on around you, because basically that's what that woke kind of uh the content connotation of wokeness mean that you are aware of things going on around you and you send certain things that's not you know it's not portrayed like they say it is things going on so what i'm what i'm trying to do when it comes to that term wokeness on that you know are you aware of the things that's going behind you going on around you not with the, all this uh this this cloud and smoke that's going around you that's put been put out there with the mainstream media and some local outlets or even some friends or family, you know, or even in the church. Do you know what's really going on around you? And I'm talking to the church. I'm talking to believers, and I'm talking to anyone that's listening to my show. Do you know what's going on around you? Do you know there is a real news behind the fake news? Do you know that? And if you know that and you still are involved in some of the things that's going on, that means you're walking in certain things with your eyes wide closed. Now, if you open with your eyes wide open, you will question certain things. You will want to know the truth of certain things. But if you don't want to know the truth or you don't care about the truth or you think it's the truth, even when it's obvious that it's not good, that means you are delusional. You are in that delusional stage. You can also be distracted by other things that you don't know nothing about what's going on. Now, you have a lot of people out here that is distracted. They don't, they, they, they're, they're in a group like this. They're in a group that they don't doubt what's going on. They're in a group, this group is not with or not aware of what's going on because they have not been told because they've been distracted by different 
uh, things that's going on around the world in their life or even from the mainstream media. You know, whether it's uh, religiously, whether it's culturally, whether it's anything or morally or anything like that or personally. They have been distracted and they just don't know this stuff that's going on around them. They have no idea. Some of them will, eyes will be open when they find out and then some won't. So they're going to either fall into the delusional stage or they're going to keep, or they're going to fall into the delusional stage or they're going to fall into the I don't care stage. That way they're going to be distracted. Or the third way they fall into is they just think it's a lot of conspiracy talk. They just do not believe no one is that evil. They just believe, oh, that's just a lot of talk. I heard that before. Which can lead to being delusional as well. So that's that's the great area when it comes to, you know, different peoples and different thought patterns and everything like that. Because that's what we are. We are in a world of information. You might say, I know that. Yes, I know you do. But that's what we are. We are in a world of information, good information, negative information, and evil, pure out evil information. Now, we are in one of those groups of what we believe and what we grab onto and what we tell other people. So whether you want to hear it or not, you are surrounded and you are part of one of these cultures. Whether you Believe it or not, you are part of this way of thinking. You are part of one of the ideologies that's what's going on, especially in the last few years. You can't help but be part of it. You cannot ignore a lot of things. You, you well, you can, but let me give you my little take on it. You can ignore things when you hear it. That means you're just not going to accept it or it doesn't mean anything to you. Or you can either accept it, but you just disagree. Or you can just accept it and just say, I want to find out more. I want to know what's really going on. What What's the real deal? It's something to this. So therefore, you know, the world we live in, we live in a world of information. It's so much information toward us. Some good, some bad, some evil. Like the movie, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. We have that type of information that's out there. That's through at us all kind of ways. And when it comes to Christianity, when it comes to a saved person as part of the body of Christ, our reaction should be very different from the world. Let me say that again. When it comes to these type of things, our reaction ought to be very different from the world. Because if we don't look at things in a scripture or biblical perspective, we can get caught up in these type of ideologies of the world because we are so surrounded and dominated by worldly thoughts, worldly ideologies. And some of them might be pretty decent, decent and not bad, but not evil, but it could still be bad for you. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? So as a Christian, as a believer, as part of the body of Christ, we need to be careful, prayed up and in the word. So we won't get caught up in none of these type of cultures because a believer has no business being in no type of group or no type of ideology or anything like that if it's not the body of Christ. You understand what I'm saying? That makes us different from the world if you are saved and if you are part of the body of Christ. We have no place. We shouldn't have no place in any of this. So what I'm going to do starting off this Topic. My first topic was in politics. That was my first topics. I got into mostly uh, politics and stuff like that. 
you know, so I'm, I'm getting into different subjects, into politics and different things like that. The second topic, I got into health. I got into medicines. I talked about the poke and the jab, and I talked about the vaccines and different things like that, you know. And, and it's hard. And I didn't reach a lot of things I wanted to talk about because that would take a lot of time. It would take months to really do a dig, dig thing. That's why I try to tell you, get involved with different alternative news and uh, children's health defense and, uh, you know, Epic News and uh, different things like that, you know, Tyus Sherling, Charlene Bollinger's, these names you probably never heard of, but they are alternative news and outlets that I listen to. I listen to quite a bit. Some of them I subscribe to financially. So I listen to them quite a bit. I get a lot of my information. I don't just grab everything, but I get a lot of my information and stuff like that, you know. And I do my own little research, and then I come to a decision, and I try to put it all together in a biblical perspective. That's what I do on this show, okay? So basically, <clears throat> this is like a third segment. It would be about the number eight segment altogether, but the third segment, and this segment is going to be dealing with mostly the woke, the woke movement and the cancer culture movement, you know. So it's nothing I'm going to go right through of because I'm still learning about these things myself. A lot of them I have an idea is just, you know, a discernment that I have and the discernment that you have. You've kind of, when you're, when you're a Christian and you say you have an idea where it's going when you, when you just add it up and put it in a Bible in a biblical perspective. You're looking at it in the, so I'm looking at it in two ways. I'm looking at it in a worldly way. And what I mean by in a political way, and what I mean by a political way, you have a political way. You have two different in America, two different parties. We have more parties than that. You have the independents and the, uh, the, uh, the, the libertarians. But the two main parties in America that mostly people know is liberals and conservatives, correct? Liberals and conservatives. Not all conservatives are Christians. And not all conservatives <coughs> Not all conservatives are Christians, and not all conservatives are saved. But most conservative believers follow and believe in the morals of Bible teaching. Does not mean they're saved. They just believe in the morals of Bible teachers. They believe in patriotism. They believe in the teachings of the forefathers. They believe in God created the heaven and earth. They believe in marriage of man and woman, etc., etc. Like that. They they are pro life and stuff like that. That's the that's what I mean by the political type of view when they look at cancer culture and a woke woke definition. The reason I didn't mention the left because the most of this vernacular comes from the left and the Democratic Party. Quadruple over the road. Now, I'm not saying no Republican doesn't have a woke type of idea because the definition of being woke is just being aware and awake. That's not mean and and that's there's nothing wrong with that, the definition itself. But it's how it's being used and then it's the, what is the real motive. That's what it comes down to. You know me. What is a real motive? That's what I always look at. Not so much of the word, but how the word can be abused. These words have been used so much. They, uh, I think the woke uh, definition is in a Webster It's in a Webster dictionary. Even the Webster break it down the woke movement now. It's not. I think it's really something new. It just means. Let me. Let me. Let me just do this. So uh, I won't. Uh, so you can just. I have a few definitions of woke. 
And I want to get these definitions out there so, and, and you know, so when I get into it, you can have some type of idea what I am talking about. Because people use woke and you probably use it yourself. And at the same time, you have no idea what it means. It's the same with me. I have to look it up. I had an idea what it means, but idea does not help when I'm on radio, when I'm on a show, because I can just, you know, be wrong about things and be in error. So I try to look up definitions before I try to expound on it, okay? So let me give you a little small definition of woke, and then I'll give you a, a little definition of cancer culture. You don't need a dictionary to understand these things. They all, you have different dictionaries and different people talking about the meaning, and it spreads out and gets broad, but it comes out to the same thing. So it's nothing hard. It's nothing hard you have to figure it out. You know, look at woke. Uh, the woke definition. This is just one little translation. It's a slang word meaning that you are aware of things going on around you. You are aware of the activities going on around you. You are are attentive to important facts and issues, especially on the racial and social justice end of it. Let me read that again. This is a little small definition of woke definition. It's a slang awareness and a you I mean you are awareness. Woke mean that you are aware of things that's going on around you now. Your eyes are open. Some people might call it red pill. Your eyes are open now. Okay. You are open to what's going on around you actively. You are very attentive to important facts and issues, especially when it comes to racial and social justice. That word became stronger after the <coughs> The rise of the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, the definition and the term being aware is nothing new. That's been out for years and years and hundreds of years. But the term woke, that means, wow, I see now. I see what's really going on. And I need to address that. I need to stay on that. I need to be on that aggressively. Now, there's really nothing wrong with that, correct? But I'm going a little further. But it became stronger after the Black Lives Matter movement. So it's mostly was uh, it's mostly a vernacular that was brought up and redefined from the Black Americans, or you say African Americans. Okay, let me give you another one. It also means you are alert to racial prejudice. You notice it has a lot to do with mostly racial and prejudice. You are alert to discrimination. Okay, it's like I said, it was originated in the African-American vernacular at the rise of the Black Lives Matter. And then a lot of things that was going on, I guess you can just say through the, uh, you know, the St. Louis uh, killings of Michael Brown. You can say the George Floyd, you know, within the last few years, that word woke when it started getting stronger and like a black vernacular. I'm aware I know what's going on. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do this. That's where that term really started getting stronger. Okay. So you are aware of social inequalities. You are you are aware. You know, then it starts stretching. It, it went beyond the black vernacular. The way I see it, it went beyond the black vernacular. Okay, then they start getting pushed more, further, further left. It never started on the right, but it it started on the left. The definition started according to them 
from the African-American on the black American culture. It's like a slang word, man. I'm woke, man. I'm up on that, man. It's cool, you know. Hey, you know, you know just a type of slang. The Black Lives Matter started using it that we aware what's going on around there. They used it in a derogatory and a negative way. Then it started getting out of the black vernacular and it started stretching the way I see it into sexism. It's always been the social inequalities, but sexism, then it starts stretching to the American left ideas involving identity politics, action, you know, identity politics and different things like that. So when you say you are awoke, you are woke or you said that you are you are awake now. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You know, you are alert now of what's going on around you. You want to address the discriminations or the uh, the inequalities in social justice that I, social justice that I see now. So you know, I'm not with that. We need to address that before it gets worse. So that's that's the real definition that I can see when it comes to being woke. Now, woke other ways of using woke, which means you you take an action of what the wrong is going on around you. Another way of being woke said, man, is I'm cool, it's cool. Another Now, this is their definitions now. Another uh, awareness of saying woke is being you are aware or you are awake. I used that before. And you and it's in the resistance. The wokeness is the resistance of, of the injustice that's going on around you. So that's a very basic definition of being woke. You are aware now of the wrongness that's going on around you. It started mostly in the African-American or the black American community, whatever way you want to use, you know, your ethnicity, black American or Afri- African-American. You know, those are some basic definitions of woke. I always ask the people or I just recommend the people to look up those definitions yourself. You can look at it in Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine you use. You can do the same thing and get an in-depth study on these words. It's very good to do that. I'm just giving you a little bit because I don't have much time to really break down definitions I can. I have more in my little library about the definitions, but this basic is all you need when it comes to woke. Now... Let's talk about cancer culture. Now, woke can be used in a good way. You say, yes, yes, woke could be used in a good way. When you look at the definitions, that means you're being aware. You are awakened to the injustice around you. That can be on each side when it comes to the political realm. That can be on the side of the Christian realm where you see an injustice going on in Christianity. You know? 
when they're taking prayer out of schools and they're just trying to stop you from praying in church and they're trying to stop you from praying here. They don't want to mention, want you to mention God's name or anything like that. You are aware of that. And then you got to follow up and stand on who you're going to follow, man or God. So it's nothing wrong with being aware or walking on that. But the only difference is we don't use violence and we don't use aggressiveness and we don't try to change you. So the term woke is not bad. It's just how you use it. You understand what I'm saying? Well, you know the true definition is how you use it, all right? And it's really been used in a very negative or derogatory way these days within the last two years. Now, let's talk about cancer culture. Now, cancer culture, I'm going to give you a few uh, definitions of cancer culture, you know. Cancer culture, to me, when I used to hear that word cancer culture, uh... It was kind of not hard to understand what cancer culture is because of the radicalness of cancer culture. I just didn't see nothing good about it because it's like you selfish. You just want your way. <laughs> That's the way I looked at cancer. I don't see nothing good that happened with cancer culture unless you got a, a legitimate moral reason to want something canceled, like a Planned Parenthood or, you know, the aborting babies or different definitions like that. You want that canceled. You don't want that around, you know, uh, or different things or certain things that's going on in school or, you know, the the, uh, the transgender or the homosexual teachings or the sexual, you know, uh, sexual teaching that that bringing on kids, you want that to stop. Or even some of the force mandates that's going on with the, the vaccines and the poking and jabbing. I don't mind that cancel. I want them to get rid of that. Okay? But the cancer culture today, so it's all it's okay to want something stopped. But at the same time, you're not here to try to make it or force it for a personal reason or you'll have a hidden agenda. Okay? That's where I look at cancer culture. I try to find the good and the bad in both of these words, wokeness and cancer culture. The cancer culture, let me just give you some definitions and then I'm going to just, you know, talk about a few things about this. Now, one definition of cancer, cancer culture is out of the Western. Now, cancer culture is at the, the uh, practice or tendency, listen carefully, of engaging in mass canceling expressing disapproval, exerting social pressure, mass withdrawal of support from public figures or celebrities who have done things that are not socially accepted today. Now, it depends what side you're on, what's being socially accepted or not. Okay. Now, let me read that definition again out of the Webster. Cancel culture. It's amazing how they just put words in the dictionaries right now. Wow, very fast, man. I mean, dictionaries just takes a certain act and they just make a word out of it. That's all the dictionaries usually do. You know, they go by the norm of what's, you know, how that definition come to power or how people will act and they do things and what's used and they put in their dictionary and say, that's what it is. So let me read that again. Cancel culture out of the Webster. There's many definitions now, but they all usually come up the same, you know, so you, I advise you to look these words up yourself. The practice or tendency of engaging in mass canceling, expressing disapproval, exerting social pressures, mass withdrawal of support from public figures or celebrities who have done things that are not socially, ex- social, socially accepted today. In other words, 
to put it in a layman, plain vernacular. This is pretty much self-explanatory almost, you know, but the ones that don't understand it. The practice of tendencies of engaging in mass canceling, that word just mass canceling is an issue with me. That means you want your way. Because if you don't like something and you don't accept something, whether good or bad, don't mean you have to put pressure and force it to change. That's the culture that's going on today, especially within the last few years. Okay? All right? A mass withdrawal of support from public figures or celebrities who have done things that are not socially accepted. That is almost like saying, if I don't accept it, you need to change it. I don't like it. You hurt my feelings. So that needs to change. Okay? So that's one example of cancer culture. It's, it, it, all, it depends on, you know, what the canceling is for. All right. Now, the psychology, the psychological problems and the psychology of cancer culture, culture you know, is their psychology of cancer culture is a collective public rejection of a person. I'm going to just say embarrassing the person, putting the person on the spot because you disagree with what they, they stand for or what they said. A collective public rejection of a person, group, or organization for a perceived transgression that spreads through social media and is marked by strong negative emotions. Now, you notice what this is. Cancer culture is uh, the psychology of cancer culture is a public rejection of a person that they don't agree with or something they don't like what they said or what they do or even what they wear. It could either be against a person, a group, or organization for perceived transgression that spreads through social media and is marked by strong negative emotions. There's a lot of emotion and sweat equity put in canceling a person because you disagree, canceling a group because you disagree, or canceling an organization, a school, a church, or whatever, a sports event, or whatever, because you disagree. Okay? That's the psychology of canceling something. That means if you are against it, they're going to go out. Your ideology is to be very aggressive with anger. You go all out to change it, not to compromise. You're not there to compromise or just concerned about what the other person feel about what they're doing. You, your ideology is, ideology, excuse me, is to be aggressive and to cancel it, wipe it out, regardless how the other party feel. Okay, that's another definition. That's what I'm getting out of there, the psychology. Cancel culture. The cancel culture is a collective attempt to harm the reputation and livelihood and social presence of people, products, TV shows, celebrities, employees, etc., for violating for violating a particular ideological standard. Now, who the problem also with cancer culture is it's more more aggressive than being woke. You know, cancer culture is almost like a child you want your way because you don't like it. Who gives? Me, if I was a person and not seeing something, what right do I have to want to cancel you because you somewhat violated 
my particular idea of thinking? What happened to free speech? What happened to free thought? See, that's another bad issue and a problem with cancel culture, their ideology, the way they think. That's why I said Christian ain't got no business being pushing nothing. We cannot be in cancer culture and a believer in, in the body of Christ at the same time because God does not want us to push his word or force nobody to change their ways. That's why a Christian should not be involved in no type of cancer culture. We sh we don't have no business trying to change nobody way they live, whether we don't like it or not. I don't care what they're doing. All that we can do is present the word of God to them in common sense, but we cannot force them that's going to be dealt with, you know, in the end times. But I'm just saying, we don't have no business to force nobody to do nothing. All we got to do is present the word to them, present Jesus to them. Not join no cancel culture, whatever. We can dislike and we can hate it. And there's a lot of things I hate and dislike. But at the same time, I cannot make them or force them. And I'm not going to get on Mars to make them do anything. All we got to do is present it out there. And that's the difference between, you know, the protesting when it comes to the left and the right. I'm not into protesting myself. I'm not saying you shouldn't be, but as me, I'm not into protesting. I do my things on my podcast or I talk one-on-one and whatever like that because I know the end. See, I know the end. <laughs> I'm not, you know, and I'm not being selfish when I say that. I just know the end as being a believer. The end as what the word of God says. What's going to be the end? You know, I already know. I'm not dependent on politics or nothing like that because it's nothing wrong with marching or whatever like that, but I already know the end. Yes, I'm going to stand up for my country and for my people or whatever like that in the word of God, but I don't have to march, you know, because either you're going to be for me or for the word of God or you're not. God is going to deal with that. Okay, let's look at some historical examples of cancel culture. Interesting. Now, listen to this. These are historical examples of cancel culture. European colonizers, European colonized by destroying the cultures of the countries they took over. In other words, they colonized the countries that they take over. A lot of European groups, they came and they took it over. A lot of things that the United States have done, they changed the culture, in other words, of different countries. For example, Britain colonized India. How they do that? They erased most of the existing heritage and imprinted their own cultural dominance. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. At Bridgewater College, we believe that the greatest possibilities in life are realized in what we build together. So we've designed the Bridgewater Experience as a network of connections to big ideas, great mentors, inspiring classmates, and professional experiences. Your team will learn and grow in ways you never thought possible. Schedule a tour or find an upcoming campus event at bridgewater.edu slash connect. So together, we can begin to build connections for life. Again, that's bridgewater.edu slash connect. That's an example of a historical culture, cancel culture. Look at Germany under Hitler. was changing many things, changing the culture of the Jews, belief in God, 
the way the Jews looked, what the Jews believed, they was canceling that. Mostly a lot of the wars, good and bad wars, well, well, let me just say justified and unjustified wars. A lot of the wars, let me speak about the United States, you know, went into countries. The Vietnam War. We took a lot of the. I looked at this documentary, very good documentary about this guy they call a secret spy. Very good documentary. And it's amazing because when I do study and I look at documentaries, I start hearing things with my, from the, my alternative news and certain documentaries that I had no idea. America itself, and I'm going to get back to this, but America, I love my country. I love the freedom. I love the idea, and I love the beginning of the motives, motives of a free America, the people-wise. But the government has always been an issue with many countries hating America. The government, not so much the people, it's the government, always had an evil agenda. Satan always used the government of America. So that's the dark side of America. America has a deep, dark side. America itself, and I love this country. But what I am talking about, America has a deep, dark side that it has his hands in so many countries' pockets. And a lot of countries hate America, I believe, because they know the dirt government-wise that America's done. I'm not talking about individual evil. You know, God go deal with that. He's going to deal with everything. But I'm just talking about as a nation, as a nationality. America itself has got their hands in a lot of dirt. I'm going to at the end of this, I'm going to let you, I'm going to talk about this movie that I advise everybody, black, white, and Latino to watch. Very movie. It's going to also give you an example of the things that America has their hands in. And also the movie that I watched yesterday. And if you really want to know what's going on with your country, with your people, well, what I mean by your people, but the country, the land of the free, the Republic, the Republic here in America with a strong, well, not today, a strong constitution today, if you believe in your country, American. A lot of people don't now, and they just follow the crowd. They don't even know why. They just follow the masses. They follow this type of cancer culture thinking. And uh, you really want to know about your country, the good and the bad. You have to do real research. Because there's a lot of hidden things in America that a lot of us, black and white, we don't know nothing about. We don't know anything about. We don't know nothing about when it comes to America, okay? I don't want to get off track here, but America's got their hands dirty. When I mean America, I mean the government, the hierarchy, the elites, the deep states on the left well, let me put it this way, on the Democrat and the Republican, uh, Republican side. Mainly on the left, the Democratic side. They always been, had evil agendas. Most of them always been racist. And I'm talking about the top elites when it comes to the Democratic Party. 
contrary to my say the Republicans. The reason why some Republicans are racist is because they're not real Republicans. They're not following the ideologies of the Frederick Douglasses and all the other Republicans and Martin Luther King and the ones back in the past that were the reason they stopped the Republican Party to abolish slavery. The Democrats wanted to keep slavery, the same as the Democratic left party wanted to keep abortion. They have an ideology. They have an agenda. Why? It has nothing to do with a woman's rights. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, and I want to get into that later on. But these are a lot of things I'm going to be talking about. Pro-choice has nothing to do with a woman's right when you find out what their real agenda is really for. Even the ones that really that's out there really marching, they have been told a lie. The real agenda of pro-choice has nothing to do what they say it has to do is, is something behind that. There is an agenda. has nothing to do with my, my body, my rights. It's an agenda of a genocide of wiping out a certain group of people. I'm going to talk about that later, but I don't want to get off track. This is real stuff, and this is fact. I got documentaries on that and everything. This is fact. But what I want to talk about is uh, wokeness and cancel culture. And I told you about the psychology of it, the Western def uh, definition of cancer culture, and you see they all just add up to the same thing when it comes to cancer culture and wokeness. Okay? If you know me, I like to be fair. I try to be fair. So I like to look at both sides. I try to give some type of room of what could they really be want to do the right thing when I look at wokeness and I look at cancer culture. In their heart, could they really want to do the right thing? I believe few of them do when it comes to wokeness and when it comes to cancer culture because you're going to always have that group, no matter how evil the, the broadness of it is and what's the real agenda of it, you're going to have that group that's being deceived. They're walking in delusion. They think they are doing the right thing. And then you got the radical ones out there just playing out, being bought. They've been sold. They've been paid. They don't even, they don't even understand the history of it. You can get out there and ask questions. They have no idea. They don't even make sense what they talk. They've just been sold and they've just been bought. They just want to be seen. And then some of it is spiritual, is demonic. Some of these people are possessed by evil spirits. Some of these people are possessed in the woke movement and the cancel culture. When you out there in either one of these movements, and I gave you some definitions in that, so you should have some type of idea. My recommendation is you, you search these things and you look at these definitions and educate yourself on that because you might have children. You have my brothers and sisters that talk a certain way that believe a certain way, and you're wondering why. You can understand when they just talk about certain things. You you hear a certain ideas or certain phrases that I use, you will know they are part of this woke movement, even if they don't even know they are. They just around social media and they hear it. They hear it in their schools. They hear it in the streets. They see it in movies. They see it everywhere. So they are, they are drawn in by their spirit, by their spirit of that type of ideology of thinking. The same with cancel culture. 
culture. So when you hear someone in your family, your child, your boyfriend, your wife, your husband talking a certain way, using these type of, uh, you know, phrases, you know, even when it comes to black or whites. And they saying this needs to stop. We need to tear down this. We need to because it happened on both sides. It happens on both sides. Okay, Joe, the black side. You don't hear too many blacks talking about cancer culture, but it is blacks out there that that follows the cancer culture movement and the woke movement. You can see it in celebrities. You can see it in sports. It's, it's seen. You know, they. You might say they're into one. They say, "No, man, I'm not into. I'm just into righteousness. I'm just into social justice. I'm just into you know. I'm just into this man, making sure you know everybody get treated the same and blah 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 blah." They're part of the woke movement. They might not be so much part of the canceling it, but they're part of the woke movement. They are alert. Some of them might be sincerely honest of what they want to do. Then you got some of them that just don't even know what they're talking about. They just follow something. Just like the uh, the BLM, the Black Lives Matter thing. You have celebrities and all kinds of people following, didn't even know the deep roots and the beginning of Black Lives Matter. Had no idea. And then when they found out, they became delusional by still following it. Because of pride. Because of pride. They still follow. That's when I say when you know something is wrong. When you sit up there, you know something is evil. You know a real meaning or agenda on any type of movement and you still follow it as a Christian or even in the world. Not only are you part of the problem, because you're most definitely part of the solution. Not only you are part of the problem, but you are delusional. It's almost like you reprobate. You're caught into it, and you don't even know how to turn around. That's scary. It's, it, when you do things like that, and I'm talking to the unsaved, to the world, I'm going to look at it both ways. When you do things like that, your mind becomes numb of knowing the difference between right and wrong. You seem like you caught in something you cannot get out. It's almost like selling the old phrase, selling your soul. It's like you can't even get out of it. You're stuck. It's just like when it comes to sound doctrine. It's, it comes to understanding the Bible. You hear something different. You just cannot accept it because you're so embedded in your tradition and your ideology it's hard to get out of it it's very dangerous it becomes most you got like the the devil and uh the old saying the devil and the angel above your shoulders both of them in the battle and paul talks about the warfare with the flesh and the spirit paul struggled at in romans 7 the things he said he wanted to do that was right he did not do it the things he knew he was wrong that was wrong and he wanted to do right, he wind up doing it wrong. And the things that he knew that was right to do, he wind up I said it already, okay. He wind up doing it wrong. Paul didn't understand even then, especially in his early stages, he battled with the nature of right and wrong. He battled with the nature of his new spirit and his old ways. The flesh and the spirit. He, it was a battle. When it comes to the believer, when it comes to a Christian. The world is a different thing. Their spirit is already dead when it comes to the world. 
That's the person that's not part of the body of Christ. I'm not talking about churchgoers. I'm talking about to the world. You become numb. You get It's easier for you. And some Christians still get caught up in it, but it's easier for the world to get caught up in these ideologies like a cancer culture movement or a woke definition or, I mean, excuse me, or a woke movement. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about key west visit flakeys.com key west close to perfect far from normal even you could start off with a sincere protesting. But one of these ideologies you're going to follow, okay? One of these, it's several ideologies. That's why you have so much information out there. You can get, let me put it this way, you can get, you can even start worshiping and get caught up in a movement when it comes to the Tea Party or patriotism on the right and the conservative side. You can start worshiping that, that type of ideology. Like that's not that's gonna save the world, save America. Nothing is wrong with that, but you you forget the end. You forget what the Bible, what the scripture says about certain things, and you go by your forefathers' belief, and none of them was perfect. They had a lot of wicked ways within them, some of them. But their morals, that what their their uh their let me put it their their uh, policies was good. But their lifestyle wasn't that well. So which one is pleasing to God? Your lifestyle, your morals, not your policies. If you got good policies, when it comes to a country, you have good policies that's going to mean well from a country. God does not separate that from your lifestyle or the way you're living immorally. He's looking at your immoral way you're living. Whether you committing adultery, whether you living a homosexual life, whether you you know you commit fornication, whether you looking at pornography, whether you're doing all that, he does not separate that because your policies are good. Because your policies mean nothing in the eyes of God. Man's policies even corrupt because it's always compromised. No matter what, how good it is, it's compromised by who? Another man. So don't you can get too caught up in conservatism and patriotism on the right. Okay? My point is, don't get caught up in following an idea, an ideology, because you have so many different type of thought patterns and, you know, so many type of ideologies out here in the world, especially here in America, that brings arrogance. That's what a lot of countries hate us because of the arrogance as well. It's almost like the Titanic. The Titanic thought that somebody made, uh, from what I heard, made a statement about that God can't even see the Titanic. That ain't why the Titanic sunk. It ain't like God struck the Titanic because he said that. People said things worse about God. 
It was just a man's missed malfunction and arrogance that brought down a Titanic. God didn't sink it. It wasn't God's fault. He allowed it. He could have saved it, but he allowed it. But it wasn't God's fault. God didn't get mad because, hey, man, you got a lot of Erickson saying that about me. I'm going to sink the Titanic. No, that wasn't like that. Some people really believe that God sunk the Titanic. No, man sunk the Titanic. <laughs> That's who sunk the Titanic. God did not pull down his wrath on a little boat. To him, it's just a piece of uh, wood. And you heard God's feelings by saying that what arrogance would have said. People curse God every day. He don't wipe them out. People God call God and his son all kind of names every day. Blasphemy talks about them. The thing that's going to send them to hell is their unbelief. Not what they say bad about God. It's their unbelief. They're going to suffer the consequences because their unbelief are not accepting Jesus. Okay, I know I'm getting away from that, but that's just a habit. My point is, don't get caught up in following an ideology or a man's idea, okay? This series right here is just giving you a breakdown and an introduction to cancer culture. What I'm going to be talking about in a few things, I'm going to get probably, I'm going not probably, but give you a few examples of cancer culture and the woke movement. I'm, they, they go together. Excuse me. Because you could start off being woke and then lean more towards the cancer culture. Why do I put it that way? This is not a, a truly, but I look at it like this. I believe a lot of woke people that became aware, some that meant well, or some of them just follow the crowd, because you could always have somebody just be a follower. They just follow the crowd, you know. They started off well. You know, a lot of these people are paid. A lot of these companies are paid. A lot of the celebrities are paid to talk this way, even though they don't believe it. The left... Uh, uh, one of the many issues with a liberal, a lot of liberals and the left is just that they just, they just sell out and give up on their own type of their own thinking. They sell out. They don't use their own discernment. They don't use their own conscience. They go against their own belief. They go against their own psyche. They are straight out idealists. They follow a culture and that's it. They don't use their own common sense. They give it all up. Most of them freely. For a lie. And they believe that lie so much they don't know what truth is. They believe that's why it's a waste of time arguing with most Liberals, it's a waste of time. Even some of the most decentest liberal that listen to you, it's hard to convince a liberal because they are sold on an agenda. They're sold on a way of thinking, a, a, a certain type of ideology. Okay. Now, let me go this way. Another thing I want you to know before I get deeply, and probably won't be on, on today, most uh, wokeness, I believe, this is not a fact, but I believe most wokeness people get so deep into it, they become, they start joining the cancer culture movements. Let me say that again. I believe most woke people that start off being awake, not all, and that's, it's hard for, I, I think it's probably wrong for me to even say most. Let me just be on the safe side, to be fair. A lot of woke people, I believe, become part of the cancer culture. 
I think the cancer culture is more aggressive. They're more evil than just being woke. Now, they all go together now. But I believe some people probably start off with their alert. Some people mean well. Even if you mean well, don't mean your ideas is right. Even if you mean well does not mean your ideas is right, okay? Now, what I'm doing now, I'm just giving you a definition of both. Both, not both. <laughs> both, B-O-T-H, both. A definition of both ideologies, both movements. You got an idea what the woke movement means, the definitions, and you got an idea of the psychology psychology, and the definitions of the cancel culture movement, okay? Historical examples as well, okay? What I'm going to be getting into in my next segments is, you know, uh, <coughs> examples of the cancel culture world movement because I, I looked at both sides and I tried to be fair because I don't like to put everybody that's in this woke movement as have an agenda to do you wrong. You always don't have that few that gets out of it. You go have former people that was part of the woke movement. You go have former people that was part of the cancer culture. So I don't want to put everybody in that evil, you know, because God can save all of them. The most evilest cancer culture or far left Marxists can be saved by God. God would accept them today. They just have to believe in his son. So it's not me to judge that nobody, there's no hope for them. That's hope for everybody. You know, that's hope, from ev- hope for everybody. The woke movement, the cancer culture, the over-patriotism. There's hope for everybody on this earth. That's why we are in the time of grace. What is Grace. It's more than just saying God's unmerited favor. Yes, it's part of it, but grace is for anybody. No matter what you've done, you can be saved. Why? Because your sins have already been dealt with. Even these cancer coaches, people saying this, God is not imputing sin against them. Now, that don't mean they're going to heaven. That means they have a chance to receive and believe it now by believing in Jesus Christ. So it's always hope. Uh, I, the, 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 the focus of a believer is to always not have hate for these people, even though they can get on your last nerve and they get on my last nerve, no doubt about it, you know. But we must not never forget the first, the first idea when it comes to us or the first thing that we should have, first of all, is pray that these people, or at least some of them, will be saved and they will see the light. That should be the first thing as a believer. We can't think like the left and whatever like that, or I mean a right, or even a conservative, whatever like that. We have to think as a believer, as part of the body of Christ, for people to be saved. Remember, we are ambassadors. First of all, we are Christians. We are part of the body of Christ. We are sons of God. Sons meaning daughters as well. We are ambassadors. We need to reconcile people to God and tell them the good news. That should always be the first thing. That should always be the first thing I should be doing. 
not joining ideologies, not hating and calling names. I try to stay away from that. Now, some things just, you know, it takes some time, but, you know, I work on that. But not calling people names. I see a lot of things that Joe Biden does, and some of the things is very aggravating, and it could be funny, but that's my flesh. In reality, this man needs some help, and he can be saved, too. Joe Biden. Nancy Pelosi can be saved. Schumer can be saved. Barack Obama can be saved. Trump can be saved. I know he says he's a Christian, but a lot of people say they're a Christian, but most of them are not. They just believe in some of the morals. I ain't say all of them, but some of the morals, or you know, or the some of the Christendom. But our first goal as believers should be for these people to be saved. No doubt about that. And it ain't got nothing to do with how we feel. Because if we feel like it, we won't pray for nobody. We'll be just like the world. Won't God, we'll be just like John, the, 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 the sons of thunder in the Gospels, you know, pull down fire on them, get rid of them, wipe them out. But Jesus didn't come to wipe them out. He came to get them saved and cleanse them up. And he was talking about Israel, the Jews. We have to be that same way. We are supposed to be ambassadors to reconcile the unsaved world back to God because we was in a world once before too. You done your stuff, and sometimes you still doing it. I done my thing, and sometimes I still do it. We all are safe, saved by the grace of God when it comes to the body of Christ. But everybody, the ones, but everybody's sin is forgiven now. Um, forgiven does not mean that you are saved. Forgiveness does not mean that you are saved. Forgiveness does not mean that you're going to heaven because God is not imputing or charging you with sin. He's just leaving the door open now because he had to get that sin stuff out the way, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. So the doors are open for you to be saved. You can go to hell with your sins already been forgiven. Why? Because unbelief sends you to hell, not your sins, okay? That's for the cancer culture people, the woke people, or anybody. You don't have to be in the ideology or some type of group or crowd. Your sins have been dealt with. So my, my point is, as a believer, we need to show love and pray for these different type of cultures because a lot of them are going to hell. They're not going there in unbelief. A lot of them are atheists. A lot of them think they are atheists. They just haven't been shown somewhat of love or the real gospel, some of them at times. And some of them don't care. Maybe most of them don't care, but we should know that should be our first agenda is that they get saved as being ambassadors for Christ. You agree? Whether you agree or not, as a believer, that's the way it should be. That's the way it's supposed to be as a believer. But at the same time, we cannot form a group of joining a culture and getting out there hollering and screaming and telling people they're going to hell. Most of them, whether they believe it or not, know something is wrong. Some of them believe there is a hell, but they don't care. They think hell going to be a party. You know, so what we should do, forget the base and getting out there hollering and screaming. When we do that, it's just, why we, it's just like we joining a certain group ourselves. We're showing a, a certain culture ourselves. 
It's another name for cancel culture. It's not as aggressive as cancel culture. It's just me and you want to see something change. You're not trying to make somebody change, but it's for the good, for different things. You know, like I was talking about the, the, the schools and what they're teaching the schools and different things like that. You don't want that culture. Now, also a negativity about cancel culture within the last few years. And some of the woke thinking. A big issue with that is they, all of a sudden, they want to change certain historical figures, statues, the way things look, the way people dress, accepting a man as being a woman and accepting a woman as being a man, except even with child, aborting long-term abortions, not just regular abortions when they have fetus because they don't believe a fetus is a human. They going up, they want to go up to six months now, some of them, even close to nine months, and still abort that baby. Now, that's more than, that's more than pro-choice. That's a genocide. I'm just going to be straight out. That's a genocide. That's that real evilness of cancel culture. Cancel, that's called, some of that part is part of eugenics. But that's another teaching when I when I get into the thing about Margaret Sanger, the founder of uh, Planned Parenthood, and it also used to be called the Negro Project. I'm going to get into that too as well. But that's the, the evil, very evil side of canceling culture. You mean you want to just cancel anything that you don't like. You want to cancel the way people talk. You want to cancel the way people joke. Comedians, you want to cancel shows because you feel they didn't have enough black people in it? Let me give you an example of uh, a woke person. The uh, the writer of, I think my, uh, let me hold up. I don't know if you heard of this, but the writer of, the uh the series, remember the series Friends. I never really watched it, you know, I just seen glimpses of it. But the series of Friends. The writer of the show of Friend of Friends is a lady, a young lady. I don't know if you heard of this or not, but you will now. You're gonna get it from me. <laughs> you know. The writer uh, I forgot her name. You know, I didn't get into all that. I just felt it was ridiculous. And this is the psychology and the trap and the spiritual power of cancel culture. This is just a little example of cancel culture. And this happened within the last few years. It's been more than this. has been a lot of changes because of cancel culture and the woke movement. This young lady that wrote the, uh, the show Friends uh, has decided to reprimand $20 million. I don't know if it's to a foundation or what. I forget. I, you have to look this up yourself. And uh, $20 million. I forgot who it's going to. The reason being anyway, and she probably have been forced. I believe she has been forced. That's what cancer culture does. They aggressively with anger force you to do something. They don't compromise. This movement today do not compromise. They're here to, to take you down. In other words, I believe she got really 
bombarded and really forced to do this. Not the money so much, but got afraid, you know. Uh, someone probably just complained. That's how they start off complaining, you know, that what she was doing was racist. I said, Joe, what was that? And she believes that, you know, maybe sincerely, or she just been manipulated and believed that's what she was doing. That's also the power of cancel culture or the spirit of cancel culture, the way I see it. You know, everything ain't spiritual now, so don't get me wrong. But uh, she decided she's going to pay 20 million or put 20 million towards something uh, because she felt that she didn't have enough black people in friends or black guests on friends. So she feeling the white guilt. I like to call it the white guilt. You know, that's just me calling it that. I can be wrong. But she feels she is she either a reprimand. I forgot how in what way. I have to reread that again. But this is just one example. She feel guilty now because she didn't have a lot of she didn't have enough blacks on there. And I believe a lot of shows are like that now. That's part of that's an example of pressure of cancer culture of wanna change something. Now how long friends been out? You never heard a complaint that I know of openly about blacks being on friends. That never even bothered me. I'm gonna be honest with you, even though I didn't watch friends, that didn't bother me too much. I used to watch Cheers and a lot of things like that. You know, you might have a few, but I never really looked at that, you know. I never that never even bothered me. They got a habit, woke people in cancer culture got a habit of speaking for all blacks, like we all feel the same. And like all Latinos, like they all feel the same, you know. That's another issue with that. But I never even thought about that when it came to friends, even though that one one of the shows I look at anyway, you know. You know, or, you know, Friends or Seinfeld or things like that. I'm not saying Seinfeld didn't have blacks, but the majority of it was white. You never heard nothing about that then, back over 10 years ago, man, or even in the 80s or late 90s. People didn't talk about that too much openly, I didn't think. I didn't hear about it. Maybe I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Am I just, you know, missing something? But I didn't hear that a lot. I did not. So... What cancer culture does is bring something back up in your past and call you a racist. It's mostly when it's you when you're white. It's not when you're black. It's mostly when you're white. See, it's mostly when you're white. So I guess she felt guilty because she didn't have enough blacks. And a lot of shows are feeling guilty for that. What I have an issue with that is, this is my issue with that. Is that not real groups in real life that only hang around white people? That don't make them racist? Don't black people hang around a lot of blacks? What's wrong with white people doing shows that has no blacks on there? Are they obligated to have black people on there? Now, it's not going to make it no better because you're getting pressure and you feel you have to reprimand. Or you feel you have to appease somebody by having a black person on there in your show because you feel pressured of somebody calling you a racist or black phobia <laughs> or something like that. That's the, the 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 craziness of wokeness, the extreme wokeness and the extreme cancel culture. Of that's how they do things now. 
So she's going to pay something. And she's laying in her bed, man, worried, mad, and sad because she didn't have black people on there. I don't know what her motive was when it came to color, when she made friends. She probably wasn't even doing it for that reason. She just used white people. Nothing wrong with that. It wasn't a racist show. You didn't hear that when you watched Sanford and Son. They had a majority of blacks and they had some Latinos. They put down a lot of Caucasians on Sanford and Son. They talked about white people. Oh, Sanford was hard on white people. You look at all in the family. Archie Bunker was a racist. He played a racist. You didn't, you didn't hear that openly. If that was out today, it wouldn't have got far. They would have canceled it because somebody's feelings got hurt. You see the cancel culture, culture movements and comedy. People getting offended. You see the woke movement and comedy. Now the difference with being woke, and you could be both of them now, but just being woke, that means you are alert of injustices. You're not going to the extreme. Cancel culture means they're going after you. They want you canceled. They just want you to change what you, how you look, how you dress, what you say, and how much money you make. That's the difference of being woke and cancel culture. You can be both. That's why I say some woke people become start getting into the cancel culture movement. I don't think the cancel culture goes towards woke. Cancel culture is more extreme and more aggressive. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about key west visit flakeys.com key west close to perfect far from normal and most of them are paid to be like that. It's a Marxist movement. The cancel culture of today in the last few years, it's a Marxist movement. It's a made-up group of people that want to cancel something they don't like. And they try to put it in a, in a love of racial justice, social justice, and different things like that. You know, fairness. It's called socialism. Everybody should be equal. Everybody should be treated the same. You should be able to do what you want. They shouldn't be making this much money. You know, blah, blah, blah. Because you in a, you got a, a white church, you need to be getting blacks up in there, so we're going to cancel your church. You never hear them want to cancel a black church. Saying that whites need to be in there is always, when it comes to cancel culture, let me tell you the deceptiveness of being canceled and a cancel culture. It's always mostly how bad the whites are doing the blacks. It's not even how, so much how bad the whites are doing the Latinos, even though the Latinos and Hispanics are part of it. When it comes to America, America is so stuck on black and white, sometimes they forget there is Latino people out here and other you know, Native Indians as well. They're so stuck on black and white. 
they just forget about Hispanics and uh, Native Americans is so they so stuck on black and white. So that's the hypocrisy of wokeness and cancer culture. What I see in this demonic movement and this era in the last few years when it comes to the cancer culture and the woke movement, they pimp and play black people and Latinos in that order. They pimp and pimp and play uh, with race baiters like the Sharptons and the Jacksons and all these other new race baiters and BLM Black Lives Matters. They use black people as a pawn for their agenda, for profit. So many people use black people and Latinos, man. They pimp us and leave us out the drat at the same time. That's just true. That's the evil issue of being in cancel culture. That's why a Christian ain't got no business being in no culture, especially cancel culture, or saying they are woke. We have to follow biblical principles. Yes, it's good to be aware of things. I'm like that every day. It's good to be alert, alertive or attentive about things. I'm like that every day. But to follow the group, the only group I need to be following is my body of Christ, my Christians and God. The sound doctrine. That's who I need to be in tune with, the word of God. Not no movement. Not no pro-life movement. Not no woke movement. Not none of that. It's the word of God. Now, I'm alert of those things. I'm attentive of those things. I'm against those things. But I'm not going to go off there and die and say all this and get the crying and hollering and screaming and putting people down for the love of that agenda, for the love of that movement. You understand what I'm saying? I hope you understand what I'm saying, okay? Now, delusional, delusions, and distractions. Delusions and distractions. Delusions and distractions. I'm going to have more examples. And uh, I might have a few audio videos of breaking down, you know, the different marches and the different cultures. I don't even like to be bothered with that. Why? Because it's so aggravating, man. I know these people are actors and most of them are just out there, man. They not. You got people... <sighs> In the middle of the streets, man, with signs of man blocking the roads, man, and the police is not, and they breaking the law, and they're not getting moved or nothing, man. They stopping people from going back. So you have certain people jumping out of their vehicles, grabbing these people, picking them up, and throwing them to the side like they're a dead rat or something, man, because these these silly, stupid people in the middle of the road stopping you from going back because of their wokeness. Because of their righteousness, because of whatever like that. See, that's the that's the evilness and the deception of being woke and being in these type of ideologies and these type of things when it comes to cancel culture and wokeness. It's demonic, man. It's demonic. Okay, this is just my introduction to this topic of cancel culture and woke definition. 
This is just, I was just giving you some different definitions of wokeness and cancer culture. Okay? You have an idea what they are now. You have an idea. Now, I want to talk about something. Before I get into that, if you are even part of this thought pattern, pattern as a believer, as a Christian, you need to stop it. You need to get out of it. If you put majority of your time worrying about trying to change things and what's not right and racism and stuff like that, you're putting a lot of weight on a thing that's not real what they say it is. Because there is an agenda. When it comes to Marxism, when it comes to the far left, what they say is not what they mean. Go by what they do, not what they say. Because it's going to be very contrary of what they say they're doing it for. When they're trying to cancel people, whether it's good or bad, some things need to be canceled. But when you force it, that takes away the freedom that the United States of America, the good ones, fought for. That takes up the freedom that God gave us. When you demand someone to change something because you don't like it and you use racism or sexism or whatever kind of sexism for your reason. You don't like this dress because it don't look right to me. You don't like this color. How far is it going to go when it comes to wokeness and cancer culture? I'm going to get into something on the next episode, Wokeness and Cancer Culture. I'm going to get even deeper what is behind these movements. Are they sincere? Majority of them, no. They are so, they're bought. It's an agenda. It's a idea. It's a Marxist idea. It's part of this turnaround. It's part of this great reset. They're trying to change the whole culture of the United States. They're trying to bring the United States down purposely. Joe Biden, he's doing a lot of things because he's told to do that. He knows it's going to bring the country down. That's the plan. It's not surprising to him. He's trying to bring the country down on purpose. People keep saying, why is he doing this? He needs to get off, get out of office. Yes, he's doing it, but he's doing all this stuff because that was the plan at first to bring America down down. So these things he's doing, he's not doing it because he's just making these choices. He's doing it because he's paid, he's sold out, and they told him this is what you do to bring this country down. Because some of it is almost common sense. Man, how are you passing all these laws? And you know what's happening and everything, inflation. And you're still lying and saying everything is okay. No, you are sold out. You are in delusion. And you bring in that's the plan to bring the country down. Yes, part of it is because they're bad politicians and they don't know what to do, but they're doing this bad, stupid stuff on purpose. These people are not that stupid. They're not. 
they're doing it on purpose. And people are sold out and they're buying all this jive that they're doing. The, the plan is to bring America down. Because when you bring America down, a lot of countries going to fall with it. That's why you got peoples and other countries trying to fight and speak up for America and wonder what's going on with America. What's going on with America's elite is who they got in power now. That's why they pushed and done what they done with all the fraud and everything to get in office so they can just do a warp speed changing of America. They know it can change any time. They know it. So they're rushing all this stuff up there. They're rushing it. They're pushing for this abortion so hard. Now the Congress, from what I heard, from one of my uh, alternative news, Congress right now is trying to pass a bill to make the, the overturn Roe versus Wade like it was and keep it like that forever. There's only one reason they would try to do that. They have an agenda of a genocide. They have an agenda. I know that's going deep, but they have an agenda. It's, it ain't got nothing to do with my body, my choice. It's an agenda. They're trying to wipe out babies, especially black babies and Latino babies. Because that's why all the Planned Parenthoods are mostly in the black hoods and the Latino hoods. Duh. Why you think they're in the hood so much? Planned Parenthood. I got a history on that. There's a lot of history on that that's proven that. You, some, you, I got, I got, I got. Audios are even hidden the secret audios that have been given to it that's that's uh, not only from Project Veritas I told you about that uh you need to hear that's showing that's showing negotiations of their meaning and their plan. This goes beyond Margaret Sanger and how evil she was. Even if she meant well, it was still evil. I don't know if she meant well or not, God knows, but it was still evil. Like I said, you can mean well, mean well, and still evil. Racist is racist, man. If you hate another race or you think another race is a weed or you think another uh, ethnicity, let me get back to that because race is used so loosely. Another ethnicity is lore and IQ and morals and standards and smell and everything. That's evil. You playing God. God don't even do that. And you playing God, little G. That's a problem. Okay. Okay, so this front with the woke movement and the front with the cancel culture, it's not what they really say they're fighting for. It's an agenda to change America culturally, agenda to change America morally, agenda to change America financially, agenda to, agenda to change America economically, to bring America down. That's what all this stuff is really for. A lot of these people are paid. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother and even son can enjoy. Eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each. You'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Oh, come on now. You know you deserve it. A steak patty on any McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I mean any breakfast sandwich. Biscuit, McMuffin, Bagel, McGriddles, a juicy steak patty on any breakfast sandwich. And when you order through the app, buy one and get one free. 
Now go get them. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. The movement of abortion is not my, ba- my, my body, my choice. The real movement of abortion started back years ago, even in the days of Charles Darwin, you know, Margaret Sanger, all that stuff. The movement of abortion, what's behind that? I'm going to get into that on my next show. The real movement, what's the real agenda? That's why I don't get into, I don't, I look at all this, I say, people say, yeah, people should have, no, it ain't got nothing to do with your choice in your body. It's more than just saying I got the right to whatever. You people think like this. Okay, what's wrong when a woman just wanna be able to have an abortion when she wants to? She just don't financially she cannot handle that. Financially, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, the first thing I say is you need to start having sex sex out of wedlock or whatever like that, blah, blah, getting married, blah, 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 but that's another thing, you know. But this is what they want you to believe when they say my my body, my choice. It's not that means, you know, you know, they try to bring up things like that, I really believe. But the real agenda, you ever thought about the real agenda just has to do with genocide? You have people that's trained the genocide the for a genocide of an ethnic ethnicity of a group. I try to stay away from racism. Okay. So when you get to this woke movement, alertness, being attentive of things, you know, trying to make things right with social justice, you get into the the psychology of the cancel culture. People that's delusional have no idea what's really behind these movements. They have no idea what's the real agenda. Remember, agenda behind this movement. I have in my library on podcasting, and I played it. That's why when I see people, I don't know if people listen to it or not. Those, some of those don't care, or they're they more holier than thou. And you know, if I was that, you know, I, I don't know what the deal is. But remember, I have an, a teaching that's called the 45 Agendas to Take Down America. 45 Agendas to Take Down, 45 Ways or 45 agendas, something like that, to take down America. This book came out in 19, by I think his name is uh, Clarence Cloudon, something like that. Came back in about 1960s or something like that. But the plan has been in play since the 30s or even before that. Okay, where I'm going with this. It's called 45 Agendas to Take Down, down America. And what's going on today for the last few years is in those 45 agendas. And this was all planned in the 1930s. Yes. So all this is not surprising to me because if you go back and you listen to my podcast and I'm going I'm to send it out there on Facebook, please listen to it. You, you know, rather you know, yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there. Somebody should listen to it. It's called the 45 Agendas to Take Down America. That teaching goes well in hand today. You're going to see all this going on. The different arts, the cancer cultures, what's going on in schools, the taking down of police. All this was planned years and years ago, 30s and even before. 
So this is nothing new. This is just this is just coming to fruition. The Great Reset. The 17 agendas of the Great Reset. All this stuff is planned. All this is leading to the New World Order that the Bible talks about. I ain't talking about what other people talk about, you know, and they mean well and they are correct. But who's, who talked about it first? The Bible. The Scriptures. It didn't break it down in every every uh, way that it was going to happen, but that's part of the plan and the setup of the new world order. So all this stuff that's going on now was planned. It used to be called the Communist Party. You had names in there that was part of the party. Like I said, I heard Harold Washington and a lot of them, the former mayor of Chicago, was part of the Communist Party. And also, the scary thing about this, this is not only white, this is black, white, and Hispanic that's part of these groups. So don't just think it's all white. The majority might be Caucasian. You got some evil Caucasian people out there that hate blacks, that hate Latinos. They do. And you got some crazy blacks out there that hate blacks. And you got some Hispanics out there that hate the poor Latinos. It's all around, man. This agenda has a lot of race, a lot of ethnicities that's trying to bring the country down. But it's predominantly dominated by Europeans. Yes, it is. So evil white Europeans. But there are blacks and there are Hispanics that's part of these groups. But the 45 agenda to take down America. These stuff, what I'm talking about now, the political thing I talked about when it comes to delusion and distractions. The medicines, the vaccines. The different type of things like that that they're pushing out now, all of it is part of the agenda. They trained for the viruses years, a few years, way of, quite a few years before COVID-19 came out. They was already planning and training for that. There's a video on there. Had they training about what to do when that pandemic comes? When it co- how did they know that? How did they know it was coming? It was it's man-made planned. This sound like a conspiracy? No, this is real. Okay, I'm going to stop right here because I got so much to talk about. Cancer culture and wokeness. I'm not going to be able to get into everything, but I just want you to see there's an agenda. This is Joseph Brownlee, uh, Body of Christ Real Talk. B-O-C-R-T Real Talk. I'm going to leave you with this. I want you to check out this movie. I'm going to mention this. I'm going to mention some names. The Ma'afa 21, Rue 486, Black Genocide, the Genocide of Blacks, Hispanic, and Native American. Now I'm going to mention some names. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, I think Ted Turner's dead now. The former Judge Ruth Gettysburg, she's dead now, but they all have or had a part in this. A part in what, Joe? This documentary, powerful, might make some sad, might make some cry, and it's going to make some mad. But I what I want you to do, don't start hating white people. If you see this movie like this, control yourself. Don't start hating every white people because this majority of the white people are not like this. Okay, I don't want you to go there. 
This is not about being mad and hating white people or just saying, I told you so. Because, you know, there's a lot of things that blacks and some blacks are part of this too. And a lot of evil that some blacks done. But it has always been an agenda to wipe out the minorities. Starting with black people and, lot, and Hispanics and, you know, Native Americans and stuff like that. There always has been a plan for hundreds of years. But I want you to watch this movie, not because I want you to be mad at white people. No, stop that, church. No. Because I want you to watch it for education reasons so you can know what this agenda is that all this I'm talking about. It's a, it's a quite a group of ethnicity groups that's part of this. But I know a lot of blacks mostly see the Caucasian or the European doing this stuff. And part of that is true. Because they don't want to see their color involved in it. Not only I want you to watch this movie because of the genocide and what's been going on in the past, because this is news to me. It, it, I had heard something about it, but, you know, I, I educated myself more about what's going on. Because the blacks have a problem. It's almost like blacks put curses on themselves. I'm not saying this is true. But not only does black people, and Hispanic as well, but I'm talking about me as being a black man, that you have a group out there that want black people and think black people are low and think black people are mainly part of the problem and then black people's not making it no better and they need to be wiped out. They think the world would be better without black people. You got people that still think like that. Yes, you do. Even today. Even the ones that say they're taking up for black people, the top people don't like black people. They just use black people. Black people have been used for years. And black people are going to continue to be used until black people awake, wake up themselves and stop being used. Black people are going to continue to be used today until they stop killing each other because they're not only you have another ethnicity group that don't want you here that want to wipe us out you even hate yourselves by wiping yourself out so it's like you put a curse on yourself you are surrounded by groups of ethnicities that don't like you and you don't even like yourself but you get mad at them the white man and this other group that don't like you and you don't even like yourself because the majority of the people you killing and hurting is your own ethnicity group so you have a problem we have a problem bad people we have a problem we need some straight out prayer because when we point at someone else, remember that thumb is pointing right back at us. Yes, you have some evil out there that want to wipe black people out. And I'm not talking about every black person. You know, they want to wipe black people out. And that makes a lot of black people mad. And that makes a lot of black people say, you know, I told you so and stuff like that. And part of that's true. A lot of them have a lot of truth in that and everything. But... You also have a problem with our own ethnicity group of killing each other. So we're getting 
genocide both ways. So we're wiping off our own population with ourselves, our own, you know, killings. We're aborting our babies ourselves, and we're voting for these Democrats and these left-wing loonies, and we are still blaming somebody else, still going to vote Democrat, still going to be stuck on welfare. No, I'm not going to say still some of us. On welfare, still going to be blaming the white man, still going to be blaming ourselves, but still doing the same thing, but expect a change. It ain't going to happen, baby. It ain't going to happen now. It ain't going to happen like that. I don't care what group you join. I don't care what black group we join. I don't care what black religion you join. It ain't going to change like that until we learn to change ourselves. Until next time, this is Joseph Brownlee hitting hard, including myself. The body of Christ's real talk was a real talk. W1964. God bless you all. Love you all. Bye-bye. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.